0: stuff Welcome to episode 26 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason, and you found the show where I talk to the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. On today's show, I talk to one of the biggest heroes in the kids' music industry. It's Lori Berkner. I can't believe I actually got a chance to talk to her, and I had a great time doing it. Lori has a brand new album called Superhero coming out at the end of this week. I hope you enjoy my talk with her. In addition, if you stay tuned all the way to the end of the show, Lori's brand new album Brand new song superhero can be heard in its entirety also be a four plus one segment where i count down the top four songs in my beautiful toyota sienna in addition the one that i try to get my kids to listen to if you have any thoughts, questions, comments about the Good Stuff Kids podcast, you can find everything Good Stuff Kids podcast related at www.goodstuffpod.com. Hit me up. Drop me a line. It's about 93 degrees here in the Bay Area, and I'm sweating it out while I put this episode together. Hope you enjoy my talk with Lori. I will catch you at the end of the show. Boy. Coming in at number four this week is Bleeding Heart Show by The New Pornographers. My daughter's love when the hey-la, hey-la, hey-la part comes on. We crank it up in the car and we say, ready, and they get so excited. Three is Pizza Pie by The Rebops. Well, who doesn't love
1: pizza? Where well, we were standing on the sidewalk just aspiring the view, and we thought that we would go down and find something to do.
0: Number two is The Corner Grocery Store by Raffi. This one's Cheese. a classic.
1: Walking on its knees in the store, in the store. There was cheese, cheese, walking on its knees In the corner grocery store I,
0: I, And number one is Oodalali by Los Lobos From their album Los Lobos Sings Disney I remember the song so fondly from watching the Robin Hood movie when I was a kid And I was so thrilled to see that Los Lobos had a cover version of it
1: Robin Hood and Little John walking
0: through the forest Laughing back and forth and what the other one has to say and the plus one this week let's just say i was in a early to mid 90s grunge mood so it can only be spoon man by soundgarden feel the rhythm with your
1: hands
0: If you enjoyed this week's four plus one countdown. If you liked anything that you heard, all of this music is available on Apple, Spotify, or Amazon. Support these artists. Four, 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 four plus one. Good stuff. So it is with that great excitement that I welcome Lori Burkner to the Good Stuff Kids Podcast. How are you, Lori?
2: I'm good. It's great to be here.
0: Awesome. So you should know that uh, you were an early influence on the uh, on why I do this um, because I, I I stumbled onto your music at one point. So I have three kids, uh, seven, five, and three, and we've been listening to you since you know for five six years now. And I was just like, at one point, I thought, how how did I not know about this? How do people not know about this? And it really, you know, that sort of thought. Sort of simmering under the surface is really what inspired me to to want to talk to the people who make the good stuff and and bring the good stuff into the world. So I want to thank you in advance for being the inspiration that neither of us knew you would be. <laughs> sure, no problem. <laughs> in a different way. So um, you you've had a, a a a great career with lots of different songs and and lots of different records, and you have a new record coming out, and we're going to get to that. But. How many, how many kids' music records have you released? That's a hard question. Um,
2: I'm probably going to be wrong, but I think this was my 11th. Eleven. But then I have two albums of musical songs that I didn't sing on, but I wrote the music for.
0: Wow. Okay. In addition. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm going to start uh, now like with a real question that is from my four-and-a-half-year-old daughter. Um because oh, I feel that's like that's real. The, that's the right place to start and it's the realest of real. Um, she wants to know about the pig on your head and if it's still there and if so, why and how it got there. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we love that song and it, it's played a huge part in our family and we, we often refer to it, you know, like if people are if the kids are having a hard time, you know, it'd be like daddy's got a fork on his head or something like that. So can you can you tell me a little bit about the, the genesis of that song?
2: Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, well, to answer her first question, like um, these days I wear a pig on my head during concerts and sunglasses on my head most of the rest of the time. But, um, (laughs) the reason I first started doing that was because many years ago (laughs) when I first was discovering my connection to kids music, it was because I had gotten a job as a music specialist. And, um, this was actually, I started to work at different places. And, um, I was with a group of kids one day and in this, it was at the West side Y and in their setup, they actually had me come into the classroom rather than having my own music room. So I would come into the classroom and the kids might still be doing something. And that day they had been playing with little plastic animals. And there was one boy, his name was Marco. He's he's probably in college now. Anyway, Shout out to Marco. He, <laughs> he would not put his plastic pig away. And in fact, he just looked at me and put it on his head. And I thought, okay, this is, there was, there was actually a really, like it was a seminal moment, right? Yeah. Okay. Do I become disciplinarian and say, Marco, you must put that away. It's time for singing now. Or do I do something with it? That's fun. And so I said, okay, well, if you don't want to put it away, then we have to sing a song about it. So I started to make up Marco has a pig on his head. And then all the other kids got so excited and they ran to the basket where they had just put all their animals away and grabbed animals to put on their heads. And, um, I didn't even think it was a song, honestly, when I first Uh wrote it. uh Um, I remember going into the studio thinking, I don't even, is this a song? (laughs) I don't know what this is. Um, and it, and it has grown so much because on the first, on the recording on buzz buzz, there was no like, movements, put your hand on your knees or any of that, um, that all grew out of playing the song at concerts. So it's been something that's grown and developed over the years.
0: Yeah. You mentioned, um, uh, that you, you were looking as you were getting involved in kids music. And, um, so I was wondering like, what, what is it that you love about kids music and writing and performing kids music?
2: Oh, so there's so many great things. I mean, I think the really the crux of it is that um, I f- I often feel very much like a kid myself still. So I mean, I know I'm not, and I know that I write from a perspective of someone who's been around a lot longer than a four year old. But um, I really love my inner four year old, and um, and I love I love young kids. I love being around them, and I f- didn't know that when I first started. Teaching music to that age group, I remembered thinking that they spoke another language that I didn't understand. And then, as I sort of revisited that time of my own life and spent more and more time with them and listened a lot to them, I really connected to so many things that I realized are still part of me today. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of the things I write about now, um, from things like being a superhero or being a or I'm not perfect, or, um, uh, or even, or have a, having a pig on your head or like dancing around like a bee or whatever. It's just, those are things that I still find fun or funny or moving to me in some way that I remember feeling when I was younger. So I think that connection is, um, something that I, I treasure actually. And, um, so I enjoy that. And I love being able to make music where I see people respond right away rather than, kind of being cool and, like, maybe liking it when no one's around, you know? The kids are not like that. Right, no,
0: kids like <laughs> Thank it God. straight up at that moment, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, so
2: that's very rewarding. Yeah,
0: and and you, you come to this from a real life experience place, you know, being in the cl- – I taught preschool music for a few years and I had uh, – um, Oh, good for you. Thanks. Not, not, not easy. A, no, it's not. <laughs> and uh, I, I had a, uh, the revelation at one point, like, well, they – why aren't they just like sitting and singing and and like do, why why did they like why are they like there's boogers everywhere like what's going on here? and and then I was like oh hand motions that's what we need hand motions um, and and I'm so glad to hear that that your music is is informed by that experience and informed by you know. Putting yourself in that situation or having actually been in that situation, like I'm going to catch you, your song. I was. Now that you say that, I'm like, that's that's the real deal. Like that's where that comes from. I understand that. That's great. Um, so you were recently at Ravinia, and uh, we we were there the week before, so we missed you, unfortunately. Sorry. Oh darn. Um, so come out to the West Coast anytime. We're happy to have you. And uh, <laughs> so, what's a Lori Berkner band concert like?
2: Um. Well, you mentioned. Well, I guess you said hand motions. I was thinking about, right, movement is so important. And that's, I think about that a lot before I make a set list for a concert. Um, there, you know, really, especially these days, because I have so many albums, I I have to play a core of songs that some people would be very upset if they didn't hear when they right. come. So people will hear kind of hopefully a lot of their favorites. And then I try to mix it with some new ones. And I'm always thinking about making sure the kids can move around and that the songs are encouraging them to do that. Um, Either if it's either could be just singing along and clapping, but other times it's actually jumping or dancing or hand motions or whatever. So it's very interactive. Um, I think they're really fun. That's my goal is that kids and families they come to the show They have fun. They love the music that they hear. They enjoy it while they're there, and they remember it when they go home and have a really positive musical and hopefully family memory from it. That's great.
0: That's really, really great. So what are some of the uh, the can't-miss ones that you you feel like you need to include in your set list? I say that in a nice way because every person who is in the music business's dream should be like, i got to play this one or else people are going to be upset. (laughs) That's the dream. (laughs) Um,
2: Well, I definitely... Let's see. I have to play Pig on Her Head. Uh I have to play Victor Vito. Uh I have to play We Are the Dinosaurs. Uh I have to play Buzz Buzz. I have to play Rocket Chip Run. Uh I have to play I'm Gonna Catch You. Uh And then there's a whole other... They're not exactly second tier because I'm not... uh, There's like Under a Shady Tree. Oh, yeah. Let me think of else. Anything else? Absolutely Have to, Have to. Those are the ones that come to mind. But there's usually a pretty... It's a big chunk of the set because I usually play f- for an hour to an hour and a quarter. And then what I've ended up doing is I make medleys and I put them all. Um, I put a bunch of songs together so sometimes I'll do seven or eight songs a minute of each in a yeah. medley to make sure I get in once because now there's like drive my car and bottle caps and then there are new songs from the new album and right. all the all the videos we're doing people are starting to want more of those yeah. oh my family I have to do that one uh-huh. there's a lot yeah. <laughs> um, which is great but sometimes limiting if I want to try new things
0: sure absolutely um but you know it sounds like you know your audience, and your audience—the like, <laughs> last thing you want to do—it's like infuriate a group of like three, four, five, six, up to like whatever year olds. So that's not the—that's not the game plan. It doesn't sound. Yeah,
2: like or it. the sadness, like when I see a kid afterwards and they say, "Why didn't yeah. you play?" You yeah. know, this song or that song, and I, oh, Moon, Moon, Moon—that's uh-huh. another one. Like I, I, I have—I used to leave that out a lot. Um, especially when the whole band was doing it, um, just because it was a cappella and I kind of, I don't know why, but anyway, when, when I wasn't doing it and I would see kids afterwards in the meet and greet, I had to sing that. I didn't have to, but I ended up singing that song to them as I met them because it would be the first thing, you know, why didn't you uh, play this song? And kids aren't song? hold back, right? Right. And of course then there's always the ones that I would never think of. It's like, oh, you, you wanted that song. Okay. Let's sing it now. Right. right <laughs> you know, because. Yeah. When yeah. else are they going to get a chance to right. hear me sing
0: it? Yeah, I think I have one of those teed up for you right now. We were, uh, we were in the car. Uh, I picked my daughters up at school last year, and we have to sit in some traffic to get home. They, they, were like, they were having a snack, and I said, what do you guys want to listen to? And they were like, a pretzel song. I said, a pretzel song? So I you know, was on Spotify, and I just typed in pretzel song. And lo and behold, the person with the song for every occasion, <laughs> there's your pretzel <laughs> song. with, And I was like, this is just really, truly incredible. And I mean, that's a good one. I, I'm assuming you don't play that one a ton, but it, it's, uh, it's legit. That's a legit song. I like that. Um, so you Thank have, you. So, so before we get into the new album, I do want to touch on something that I picked up on, which is, uh, which is a reggae influence. So you mentioned under a shady tree, and then rocket ship run, and then there's a song on the new record. Um, what is reggae like a, a genre that that really resonates with you?
2: Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, and I've always felt a little shy about you know trying to be explicitly reggae because it's not my background, but um, I do really love that music and. Um, I don't know it makes me happy. It's like happy yeah. sunshine yeah. music, and um there's actually a couple songs on the new album that nice. have a reggae nice. sound to nice. them so it'll uh-huh. be it'll it'll be fun for people to explore those i think excellent
0: um so tell me tell me about the new record
2: um oh my gosh it has let's see i I wrote a bunch of new songs um uh there are twenty one songs on it and Um, I don't know. I feel excited about it. I actually always do an album and try to, um, I, I I hope that people will like it and then I find myself Kind of wondering, will kids like this? Because it's me in the studio and a bunch of other grownups making yeah. music, and I have no idea if a kid will yeah. connect I, with this at all. So I'm hoping that that will happen with this one. Yeah. I didn't really tell you much just then. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but it, but it's
0: but it's interesting, and it's and it's the, you know putting your art out into the world, and and even you know being as as uh, as experienced and and well received a musician as you are to to put something else out that you've created that's original, and then for it to to actually be out and like okay well now what. <laughs> that's right. that's a scary thing. But so I'll reassure you I've heard a couple of the songs and you're right on track. All is good. All is well. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So you um you have a uh, you have some guests, some guest artists on this record. Um, one of whom is your daughter, is that correct? Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah she-, she she helped she actually came up with the idea for the song that she was singing on. So when I realized that it was it was such a good from a kid's point of view, kind of song that if I didn't have a kid on it, it might actually be weird that I asked her to <laughs> sing it with me. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Perfect. Um, and then uh, your bandmate Brady. So and Brady's got his own. He's he has like a, his own career as a as a kid's musician. He so the collaboration on that song is that a co-written song or is that he he takes the lead or how does that one work? I haven't. Ah uh,
2: no we. Yeah, okay. We know we we just both – we sing a duet. Uh-huh. Um, the same with – so Lucy is on a song called Elephant in There, which she made up, which is about – her idea was that if you um, – sh- I said to her, I was like, I don't have enough silly songs on here. I'm not spending enough time with kids. Tell me something silly. Uh-huh. And she was like, well, what if you go to the doctor and they look inside your throat because you have a sore throat and um, they find an elephant? Oh, <laughs> I was like <laughs> – Oh, okay. Now, how do I write about that without (laughs) it being gross and weird. (laughs) Probably
0: not at the doctor. You're probably at the hospital.
2: That's not good. (laughs) Actually, I think it worked. And, um, she actually got it from her four-year-old cousin who has a doctor for a mom and who Uh says like, Oh, I think I see a lion in there. Uh I think it's, you know, Uh so anyway, I think that worked out. You, you could tell me once you hear it. Okay. Um, or anybody who's listening, let me know if you think it works. I, I, it took me a long time to figure that one out, but Uh I, I think I did. And then, um, the one with Brady, no, it was that was actually a song. It's called Opalica, Alabama, and um, I was listening to a podcast one day, uh-huh. and the person who was being interviewed said she was from. I thought she said Opalika. and the way she said it, it's like Opalaca, Alabama, uh-huh. and I thought, oh my god, that's like the coolest sounding name right. of a place I've ever heard, and so I wrote it down, and then. Um, later on when I was starting to write songs for the album it came back to me and I started looking up names of other towns and so there are other kind of funny towns in there and Brady actually has a song called um, Road Trip that when Lucy was younger we used to listen to a lot before I was playing with him and it because of that connection and his like kind of cool um, I don't know he's like laid-back kind of sound of his voice. I just thought hearing him sing Opalika Alabama would be really cool and that he would do a great job. So that's why I asked him to sing that one with me. I mean, he played bass on many of the uh-huh. songs in the album. The whole band backed me on a lot of the songs.
0: Great. And um, and then Ziggy Marley. So mm-hmm. that's um, that's quite a get, I think. How did that come to be?
2: Um. Well, I had a connection with him because he had uh, reached out to me to sing on his album, Family Time. So we have a duet on oh, that album. Great. And, um, and when I was thinking about, you know, putting out a new record where it was really, uh, my first kind of, I'm going to just write a whole bunch of new songs in a long time. I thought, who could I reach out to that would be really great that might say, yeah. <laughs> to, and sing a song with me um, so I asked him and, and he made time in his schedule and as I was kind of recording the songs I actually thought he was going to sing on a song called Yes and then I changed my mind and asked him to do the one he's on which is My Marisol and it's great It part of the reason was because I noticed as I finished writing it I kind of wrote it out as a poem first just very quickly like lots of funny rhymes and anything that came to my mind and Um, then when I ended up actually recording it, I realized, oh, there's really two strong characters here. It would be neat to have somebody else sing the, what the male character and I'll sing the female.
1: Yeah,
0: that's great. And then there's another collaboration, um, on the record. Is that correct? Tell Mm -hmm. me about that one.
2: Um, Kira Willie, she is someone who I've become friendly with recently and, um, she does really beautiful children's music with, um, uh, well, a lot of it has a uh, bent towards yoga. So she's a yoga teacher, but she also is a really good musician. And so she writes songs that kind of you can do yoga poses with and that are inspired by yoga. And she has um, also different kinds of sort of short meditate, not not exactly meditations, but um, her last album is, uh, I think it's Mindful Moments. It's like a few moments, like a couple minutes of Sort of connecting through music and connecting to your body, which I love. So, um, so we've been working on some different things together, and I asked her to to sing on one of the songs because she also is a violin player. So she played violin on that song as which is called Swing Me, and um, we did a duet. And then I also asked her to sing to play violin on another song, which is Tea Party. So it's very different, very sort of baroque, um, as if you know you're sipping your. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, that's great um, so on your on the album cover the you're wearing a shirt with the sort of like a what looks like a Superman logo but with the word yes with an exclamation point what is that mm-hmm. for the song yes is, that, is yes. that that's the motif okay
2: yeah well that's the last song on the album that's uh-huh. one of the other ones that that's the other one that has a reggae beat to it uh-huh. and um, yeah I actually considered naming the album, yes, because I just, I think I was feeling that really strongly as I wrote these songs. I had a lot of really kind of positive, excited feelings. and um, But then when I started thinking about it as a title for an album, it didn't have enough of an image. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's one of those things that's easy to forget, but so important when you're writing any kind of song, but particularly songs for kids the more images there are or at least if there's at one good one you know to really sink your teeth into um that's an image <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. that it, it it's it just translates better and and also making an album cover like just words is like that's not that a lot of some kids who listen to my music can't read yet right. you know so I wanted something where I could have some some fun images and superhero also started to kind of come out of all of the songs as one that I felt like was a good starter song and it felt strong and, and it had a message both that was about, you know, being your best self, but also just the joy of playing and imagination. So, um, I liked that combination.
0: Yeah. I mean, what, what kid doesn't get or resonate with the idea of, superhero, and then to combine that with the message of just be the best you can be, like that's, that's really, that's great. Um, so you have a Kickstarter that's about to kick off as well, in addition, so you're a very busy person. So thanks again for yes. making the time for me. You have a Kickstarter that's, uh, that's about to, um that's about to launch, which is really, uh I'll let you tell, I'll let you talk about it, but you, you know, uh, my thumb is up for that one. Yeah. Thanks. So, so what's shaking?
2: Um Yeah, so... It's, it's sort of, we're, we're launching the Kickstarter campaign It's um, have, have the same, on the same day as the release of the album, because um, what I wanted to do, it's just a lot of ideas all kind of came together beautifully. Um, I wanted to be able to visit hospitals and special needs schools because I'm so often asked to do that, and the problem is just with my own family life and my touring schedule, doing those things, it just makes it hard to fit them in. Plus it costs money to actually make them happen. even if I'm donating my own time, um, just equipment and travel and sound person and blah, blah, blah. So, um, so I was trying to figure out how to make that happen. And then we were thinking about, should we do a Kickstarter campaign and um, for something? And because we had such a successful one a couple of years ago with my Lullaby album and as all those ideas were coming together, I realized, well, I've kind of made the album. I don't need a campaign for the album, but what if I asked people to help me actually get to do concerts like this, where I would go to hospitals or special needs schools since I have to say no so often. And, um, that's really the idea. It's like you be a superhero by helping me get to see these kids who are superheroes themselves. And, um, I'm really excited about it. We'll, we're also donating CDs. I'm only going to do five concerts um, in 2017 with this campaign, but we're going to be donating a box of CDs every time we raise $1,000 um, to a different hospital or special needs school that I won't be going to, so that we can try to touch as many places as we can. And we'll be asking people on Facebook to actually send in their ideas of places they would like to nominate. Um, and most, mostly I'll be doing stuff out of a hat, but, um, that way, hopefully I can hit a lot of places. That's
0: great. So thanks for doing that. Really, really, really beautiful.
2: Oh, and let me just throw out real quickly. One of the really cool things that happened is that I made a connection, um, when I, I mentioned it to Absolutely Mindy from XM Kids that we were doing this, and she connected me to a group called Hope for Henry that actually does superhero events for kids in hospitals because the foundation was named after their son, Henry, who died of a rare disease when he was seven. And um, But they spent a lot of time in hospitals before that and knew that it really bolsters kids. It's like, you know, just generally bolsters their their, I don't know, just how they're feeling and um, the experience there. So it's not such a drag to be in the hospital and when they have like fun things to do. So they bring in people dressed in superhero costumes and they bring them fun things to play with and stuff. So they were having a superhero event in DC um, the week before the album is coming out. That's um, next week on Tuesday. So I'm going to go down there and we're going to actually with the whole band and we're going to record the absolutely Mindy show from from the the hospital going to do a superhero half hour, like a half hour concert with the band that will um, actually be sent into all of the rooms through closed circuit TV because there's a Ryan Seacrest studio in the hospital. Um, His foundation set this up for the kids to play with there. And the whole, and then the whole thing is going to kick off the campaign and we actually get to do an extra hospital visit because of Hope for Henry making it possible for us to come down. So it's just a wonderful coming together of things. Um, yeah, I'm excited about, about it. In a great way.
0: Um, yeah. So you mentioned Facebook. You're on Facebook, Laurie Berkner Band, correct?
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then website is laurieberkner.com, is that right? laurieberkner.com, yep. Yeah. And then one thing I noticed that I think is uh, fairly unique in this particular industry that you're in is that you have an app. So that's pretty good. What can we find on the app?
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of everything. It tells you about concerts that are coming up. Um, you can watch videos, listen to music. I actually I record a, an audio greeting, like something different, every month or two at the top of all, the audio page, and we mix up the songs so you have different ones to listen to. Um, you can talk to other people. There are photos on there. It's It's kind of like... I don't know, everything Lori Burke. Yeah, everything you could possibly need. That's good. Um, yeah.
0: Great. So, um, last music related question. How did the, we are the dinosaurs dance remix come to be? That's, that's a good one. <laughs> that's cause
2: I have such great people who work with me. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. We started this. We we're talking a lot about EDM, um, in the office, um, around the time that I did it. And, um, I think it came up because there's also a group, um, now I'm forgetting the name of it, they they do Daybreaker, that's what it's called, that Mm -hmm. I had just found out about that some people in my office were starting to go to and you go early in the morning and they serve like granola bars and coffee and juice and they have a DJ and people dance from like six to nine or do yoga and then they go to work. And, um, so we were talking a lot about the kind of music and the different DJs and I had wanted to go to one of them. I haven't made it yet. Um, and then somehow one of the person who runs my office, Katie said, you know, you're going to think this is crazy, but I just had this idea that maybe you could turn one of your older songs into Um, an EDM version, like have a dance remix of it. And I thought, I think that could be really cool or really awful. I'm just really not sure. (laughs) (laughs) So we experimented. We actually gave a song to a DJ friend of hers and I liked it, but then I thought, I realized I have a lot of opinions about my music. So I was like, I like it, but I don't like this part. I don't like that part. So I'm just going to try it myself. So um, yeah. And we made the We Are the Dinosaurs. I came in with some ideas uh, with an engineer that I work with, Dave Darlington, and came out with What You Hear. And um, cool. definitely got – at first, a couple of people were like, that's weird. Why would you do that? And then everybody else loved it. And now even the people who said it was weird are like, it's actually my favorite song now. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: great.
2: So I really have to hand it to Katie um, yeah. Katie Messer. She, it was really her idea, and it was – it was not a bad idea. It was a wonderful idea. <laughs> so I'm, I've been excited about that and maybe might be working on some other ones oh, right now. Oh,
0: dropping a little, dropping a little something <laughs> in there. Okay. Yeah. There's a clue. We found a clue. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Lori, I uh, just in closing, I can't thank you enough for making the time. I wish you the best sure. of luck on the Kickstarter and on the new record. And I want to thank you from, my family for sort of being the soundtrack to my kids' childhood. It's kind of an amazing thing. And uh, to be able to talk to you is, is truly, a, truly a treat for me. So thanks so much for the time, and good luck with everything.
2: Well, thank you. That was very kind of you to say, and it was a pleasure. All right.
0: Um, that was awesome. Thank Yay. you, thank Good. you a million. <laughs> sure. Thanks and thanks for uh for making the time again. Um, would you be cool if I used a song from the new record, like at the end of the? Show? Oh please, that's okay. okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, right, that would great. be great.
0: Great. All right. Yeah, I want
2: you to listen to the whole thing. Yeah, that was, there so a did lot. Did you, you have to let me know? Yeah, how, we were listen, we listened
0: to um, we listened to superheroes in the car. Um, my fo- my uh, four and a half year old was way into it. My two and a half year old, she was like, oh, "This is," you know, and then she was like. Bitty Biddy bum bum. <laughs> I don't know if you know like, the, the music. <laughs> well, wait, together.
2: Take, get her to the third song. Yeah, okay. Um, we'll do that. For sure. Wait, what's the second song? Yeah, get her to the third song.
0: Yeah, cool. <laughs> um, so I'll thank Elizabeth for connecting us and, um, you know, open invite. I know you're busy and probably have a lot of these kinds of uh, requests and asks or things like this that you need to do, but anytime especially when it comes to electric dance remixes of any Lori Berkner music. I'm in. I okay, want talk about it.
2: I'll, call, I'll be calling you soon. Then. <laughs> All right, sweet. Great. All right, take Thanks. care. Thanks again.
0: Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed my talk with Lori. Again, stay tuned all the way to the end to hear her brand new song, Superhero, in its entirety. We will see you very soon. For any questions, you can email goodstuffpod at gmail.com or check out that website. We have 26 plus episodes of really, really, really good stuff. And it's all there and it's all free. See you very soon.
1: Help you with whatever you need. Up, up, up and away! I can save the day and do any super.